Got to do mine. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome to this hour of Redeemer's Radio Spring Shareathon. I'm your host, Danielle Kellums from St. Vincent's Parish, and I am happy to be here with members of Sacred Heart Warsaw Parish. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hi. Happy to be here. Good, good. So today we have <laughs> Macy Marshall. Hello. She, she is a junior at Warsaw Community High School. She's involved in Why Disciple. She's into dance, and she's a podcaster. I actually got to listen to a little sample of her podcast on the way here today. It's super great. The podcast is called FYI, Things Are Gonna Get Spicy. <laughs> it's a great name, Macy. And Thank I, you. I do want to say to our listeners out there, you must use FYI. <laughs> Things are gonna get spicy. Otherwise, it will be too spicy for your eyes, and <laughs> you will probably end up with bleeding yeah. eyes. So just make sure it's FYI. Things are going to get spicy. We also have um, Joe Petkowski. Come Patchikowski. on. Patchkowski. 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 I've never had it laid out like for me before. That's easy. I had a friend that made a embroidered cow. Uh, a patchy Patch cow on skis. <laughs> Patchkowski. That's so, I got a lot so to know. easy. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and Cheryl Zale, super easy. Thank you for that name. Um, they are on the committee that recently established uh, St. Vincent's de Paul Society in Warsaw. And also Cameron Burnworth. And she helped co establish the Women's Adoration at Sacred Heart. Okay, so thank you. Welcome. Um, today, our, this hour, our goal is $3,000. And three thousand? That's not right. We'll we'll take the three. We'll, we'll, no, we'll no, 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 no. Yeah, we can. We we can do better than that. Better. How about eight thousand dollars? Eight thousand okay, dollars, and okay. every twenty-five pledges. Hey, all right. We're going to get a five hundred dollar match. So yeah. come on, people of Sacred Heart. So each member of the family can make a donation <laughs> and get us moving forward. Does that work? Deal. <laughs> Works for me. Our three-year-old. Yeah. It's that Violet calling? Yes. I authorize this transaction. <laughs> so, Father Jonathan, before we get we begin, can you just um, start us off with a quick prayer? Yeah, absolutely. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of life. Um, and just for the gift of the church and of the sacraments and these new means of media to share that truth, to spread your gospel. Um, we pray for just an outpouring of the Holy Spirit and a trust in you and in your mercy. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 The Father, Amen. Son, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, and just again, a reminder, ways to donate. Uh, you can go to RedeemerRadio.com and click the Give Now button. You can also call 260-436-9598 to donate over the phone if you want to hear a friendly voice. Or you can text GIVE, G-I-V-E, GIVE to 260-436-9598. Goal of 8,000. <laughs> 8,000. All right. Macy, can we start with you? Can you yeah. share with us a little bit about yourself and all the cool things you're doing? Well, I'm Macy. I'm 17 years old. I'm a junior in high school at Warsaw Community High School. And I dance in all my free time. I go to church. I I podcast. So I I do a lot of things on my free time. But yeah, within my podcasting, I share my faith, 
and I kind of act as like an older sister to some of the people around me because some people don't have like an authority figure or someone just to ask for advice so my goal is just to like share the word of Jesus and then also to like encourage others to make a difference in the world. That is amazing. Can Thank I ask you. you, how old did you say your age? Uh, I'm 17. 17. That's really amazing. I have a 14-year-old daughter, and I could only pray that she aspires to, <laughs> to share the gospel with those around her. So I commend you and your mama. Good job, parents. <laughs> um, so tell us what we would find on um, FYI. Things are going to get spicy. <laughs> well, I usually start off my episode with talking a little bit about myself, my week, because I think it's good to like be honest with yourself, how you're feeling. And um, then I thread into my actual episode, which will include more stories of like how I'm doing or like how stories incorporate with my lesson. For instance, like trying to make new friends all I may like introduce a story that happened this week that may be crazy but I made a friend out of it and then I also will do like fun episodes that will involve like a google form and I'll send it out to my fans and they can interact with that and I use their responses in my podcast very very cool Father Jonathan, have you heard some of her podcasts? Yes, yeah, I love it because she's just so genuine, and and each episode and like real stories and you know some podcasts can be just people just talking about their life and not really making any connection. But I'm I'm super impressed with how Macy, how you, yeah, you connected your life to the principles and things that you want to teach and and thinking about other people. I mean, I think that's what makes this such a good podcast. Thank so. you. Yeah, yeah, the the podcast that I caught was your most recent one, and I, I apologize, I did not get to listen all the way through. <laughs> However, it was called Bibbity Boppity Booing Confidence. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That's a fan clever favorite. titles too. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Super creative. It's good to keep things spicy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and right away when I when I <laughs> good good job. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, right away when I when I heard that that title, and I was like, wow. A, a teenager talking about confidence as a 40-ish, you know, woman, I, right away I thought, okay, it's one thing to have confidence, but it's then something to keep confidence, and within probably 10 seconds of your podcast, that's exactly what you said. <laughs> yeah, I, so I was never really a confident person. I kind of had to teach myself how to do it, and it's like, the, the world is like such an evil place, so that like, every like every time you get this confidence and like someone like judges you or tries to like change your way of thinking you have to like learn how to stand your ground and that's kind of the hard thing like it's easy to like fake it till you make it mm. <laughs> but it's hard to like actually keep your fake it till you make it mm. so that was kind of what i chatted about in that episode yeah very good and Thank as you. we all know we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us so that you have that in your heart you have God in your heart and you're sharing that with the whole world that's going to continue to make you do wonderful things in this life thank you good job anything else you want to share about you and what about why disciple tell me about that well why disciple is like my parish's youth group it's every Sunday there's different times that you can attend but I always go to the morning one because there's like coffee and donuts it's like a good vibe when I walk in everyone's all like happy and chill because it's like the morning so things haven't like gone all crazy yet and I um, go in we like watch a little uh, like 
show about like Christ and we have a little discussion and it's kind of a good reflection on my week. I actually kind of shaped my podcast to be like Why Disciple after going to the meetings because it was just like it was a nice format. Like I go, we like talk, we give our rose and our thorn, which was like good at being like like our rose would be like talk about one good thing about your week and then your thorn would be talk about one bad thing. I was like so true. There's good and bad in the week. So I started doing that more with my podcast and then we would like have discussion over like different things that would happen in that mass that week so if we were talking about baptism we would talk about like spiritual rebirth during our meetings and it was just it was a good it's a good experience to go i would recommend going has father asked you to consult for his homilies <laughs> no. thinking about it now <laughs> i mean after the last episode i was like wow she like actually had uh-huh. a good plan and laid uh-huh. out good stories like Coach me a little bit yes. sometimes. You Make know? it spicy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 spicy your homilies. Okay. A reminder: Let's get those phones ringing. Those yes. text yeah. pledges coming in. We have an eight thousand dollar goal um, this hour. And uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to really say we had an eight thousand dollar pledge. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, and Paula Davis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paulette Davis, eight thousand right now. No, okay. Yeah, we got a donation from Paulette Davis, but yeah, yeah, the goal is still eight thousand. So I'm Cameron. I did and mine Karen. before I came. Oh, good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Cameron good. and Paulette. Some reminders again mm-hmm. how to donate. Um, we are going to text give to 260-436-9598. You can call and uh, get someone on the phone. It might even be my mom. (laughs) I think she's doing the phones today. Uh And that is uh, 260-436-9598. Or you can go to RedeemerRadio.com and click the Give Now button. So I did forget to introduce you, Father Jonathan. We also, sure. in the studio today, have Father Jonathan, pastor of Sacred Heart Warsaw. Hello. Hello. Very happy to be here, yeah. Thank you for coming. Uh, what would you like to share about your parish with us? Oh, it's just been a blessing. It's coming up on uh, five years of Sacred Heart and um, just continually impressed with the people that we have here. I mean, uh, we just heard a little bit about Macy. Like, it's very honored, like, blessed to be a pastor that has, like, uh, a young person who's taking on the podcast world. What so many people think, like, what are the youth doing for the church now? You know, we don't see them in mass and everything. It's like, well, here's a good example. She's using her real life to to share the gospel and and to be real and and people to connect with her. So, uh, and then you know, Cheryl and Joe who have helped with uh, with others. I mean, that when we got the St. Vincent de Paul Society, I'll let them talk about that too. Um, I was like, I don't know how to form a St. Vincent de Paul Society. And I don't have time. And so we just did a, a kind of a, a shout out to the parish. People team came together, this committee formed. They sort of disappeared from my radar. And then they come back with like an awesome place for people to go and buy, uh, not thrift, but re- resale. resale, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll clarify that. And, and still like continuing to help the parish. And I mean, uh, just to hear the, you're gonna hear the numbers in a little bit, like Exciting. how the numbers have gone up of the people we're helping in Warsaw. And I'm like, I didn't do anything for that, right? And mm-hmm. and for for women's adoration and so much with the school, like yeah. I mean that that camera's involved with, and just we just have a lot of amazing people, and it just makes me look like I'm really good at what I do. Well, but. if you hadn't <laughs> pulled right. that uh, first meeting, which eighty exactly. people came to, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, and the response. I mean, yeah, we had almost yeah. we had eighty people who showed up to that first On call out night. to just hear like 
so what is this thing <laughs> you know and to <laughs> to lay it out so i'm just yeah i'm very 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 blessed very good and so. really and I, I, if i can launch into my story i guess real quick is even um I, I mean for redeemer radio like why to support redeemer radio i really don't think i would be here if it weren't for redeemer radio there's been so many times in my life where like my faith was really high and then it crashed and then really high and that crashed but redeemer radio was there with its programming you know um you know, like Father Carapi's teachings on the catechism and then Catholic Answers Live, like it was enough to kind of keep me engaged in the faith to stick around to develop enough of a prayer life to be like, oh, God is calling me to the priesthood. This is amazing, right? And now that I'm really excited about Spoke Street and this branch out into podcast because, I mean, I'm on the, you know, uh, the board for Redeemer Radio and I have to confess to them, like, I haven't listened to the radio in five years. But I listen to like everything that's on Spoke Street, you <laughs> right, know. Right. And, so you're and still there. Because when it, all the times that I would be listening and the programming would finish, and they say, "If you like this episode, go to this website," and then they give basically a license plate number to find the episode again. I'm like, "Well, I'm never going to find that Father Larry Richards episode <laughs> again," you know. But with Spoke Street, with the, with the podcast and the way Redeemer Radio is doing it now it's so much easier to find those episodes and the people you thought of when you were listening to it to be able to share that episode with them and that people have shared episodes with me that have impacted me um it's it's amazing yeah i love it so yeah. i'm really really so that's what you can be supporting when you support redeem radio when you support spoke street like it, there's future vocations out there that guys that could be impacted by this you know women that we call the religious life from this so who knows what whose lives you could literally be saving <laughs> just by supporting this it's so true and the direction that redeemer radio has has taken to just keep up the, with the times of our yep. current culture is um is really just i don't know amazing really i don't have another word to say so father jonathan i think we have a couple more pledges that came in and i'm going to be a really horrible uh with names so maybe Excellent. you know them <laughs> yes yeah, so, uh tom edsel nick oh there's another. We have a lot of Polish names in Warsaw. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm passing on that one. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm married Polish. Polish. I am not true. <laughs> sorry, Nick. I'm really sorry. I'm really bad with last names. Nick G. And then Emily yeah. Jamar. I know that one. Yeah, it's a great family. Um, and then Tom and Sue. Oh, Tom and Sue Etzel. Maybe they donated twice. So we'll get to that. <laughs> Ida List throwing in a, a donation as well. So six pledges, $465 total. So. Very good. Right. I'm not good with that. Right. Yeah. Um, can I say a few things about Father? Of well, course since it's all about him. So he came to us five years ago, right? And newly ordained. He'd only been a priest three years. So he really got thrown into the fire. We mm -hmm. have a school, a big school, you know, compared to some. So um, he's really handled everything that's been thrown at him so well. I think the best part that's happening, if you look at who are um, I'm not sure what he call all our assistant people, the minute, the music minister and staff. The, oh, all yeah, the staff. staff yeah. um, they're all young. We have a, a new principal that's younger. So there's a real vitality now in our parish that uh, we're going to have mm -hmm. to give you some of the credit. Yeah. And one of the one of the biggest lessons I learned from Father Dan at St. Vincent's mm -hmm. was this little prayer. God. Please give me the people and the resources I need to accomplish the mission. That's all I do. I just pray that yeah. prayer, and then <laughs> it all comes together. So, well, yeah. you do have a good yeah. staff Here we all are. and a new, <laughs> a new young staff with a lot of energy, yeah. vibrant, mm -hmm. and That's vitality. Yeah. Yes. So wonderful. We're, we're lucky. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you go. I tend to 
go to a lot of other churches. I go to church. You just don't see me. And I was at St. Charles this past weekend. And, you know, there's as you visit other churches, so much, it's so much is it of it. Population elderly. wise, is, I didn't want to say elderly. Well, what? The, retired. Retired. And so. Seasoned. There, I like Seasoned. that word. Seasoned wow. and spicy. <laughs> so, um, but we are. Cooking um, show on hour two. <laughs> We're vibrant parents. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. That is so fantastic. So, Joe and Cheryl. Yes. Tell us about uh, the St. Vincent's Paul Society that you established. Or Cheryl, Cheryl's going first. Started. Okay. <laughs> Well, um, as you heard already from Father Jonathan, you know, we, we were brought together, can we do something like this? There was, is an amazing woman uh, from our parish, Roz Morgan, who has done a pantry and a thrift store for almost 30 years. And so much more than, than you can even imagine she has done for this community, and I have known her all those years, and she has always inspired me so much. And she came to Father last year and said, my health isn't good, what can I do, you know? And that's, that's the history of how he then thought, well, maybe Sacred Heart can really pull something together. And uh, so we weren't sure how we were gonna do it or if we were gonna be with St. Vincent, but we decided that we would partner with St. Vincent de Paul, have our own conference, and we would have a, a food pantry and a resale shop, which um, is much smaller scale than what she had, but it's a little bit uh, better quality mm -hmm. in the thrift store. And it's only clothes and shoes at this time because we don't have the space for furniture, et cetera, sure. right now. But the pantry is what I basically deal with. And um, we opened December 5th. Uh, we're open three days a week, uh, two to five o'clock, and uh, families can come once a week. Now, the whole month of December, we averaged about 35 families a week, and now it's 65 to 70. Wow. And we can hardly keep food on oh. the shelves. I mean, we go through a lot of food. But it always seems to come, mm -hmm. and God provides. Right. Uh, and it has just been a real eye-opening experience and a wonderful experience. Uh, how we do it is, is um, we, when they come in the front of the store is usually we have a lot of breads, desserts, and produce. They can help themselves to any of that because that it's goes perishable. away quickly. It it, you know, it's perishable. And then they sign their name and how many in their household, their family. And that's all the information we ask for. Okay. And then the volunteers go in the back and get the frozen food, uh, meat, and canned goods, and uh, you know, boxed items, et cetera. But we gear it towards them. We really try how big their family is and their needs. I mean, we have people from homeless to you know having a full kitchen but some don't have an oven some don't have a microwave some you know are on foot some are on bikes they can't carry a whole lot so we ask them what what is good the some don't cook and we get a lot of things from uh, local places that you know maybe the more convenient type foods mm. that we can give them so we try to just to do it according to their preferences and needs um, we uh, 
really try, uh, our whole goal is not only just to help them have food and or clothes, and we'll get more to the closet in a minute, but to help them see God's love for them and have hope. Um, we want them eventually as a St. Vincent conference, we wanna be able to get them out of this cycle if we can. So there will be other things in the future I hope we can do. But right now, we try to meet these basic needs, which Roz that I mentioned before taught us that uh, basic needs are not a privilege, it's a right. So it's their right to have this. And um, we definitely treat them with dignity and respect and we do not judge, we do not ask questions, even if we thought they were dressed to the hill and driving a big car, we, you just don't make that mistake. Beautiful. You don't know the real story. So uh, we have a lot of people that have I have gotten to know. Their stories are sad, lots of them. We pray with them if they want. We listen to them. And uh, some of our volunteers are so amazing at saying, would you like us to pray with you? And, and they always are. You know, they're, they're real, most of them are not Catholic yet. But, <laughs> you know, we, put, we have holy cards out and we, we have uh, artwork on the wall, uh, which I don't want to misspeak this, but um, I really like it and they seem to like it. And it's from Romans 15, 13. Mm -hmm. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, if we could just give them a little hope and, and a smile and, you know, I feel like we've, we're doing what we want with these people. And um, we really, we just wanna, show them God's love. Some of them don't feel they're loved. Yeah. And, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. You know, so we're, we're, just, we're feeding them, but we hope to feed them spiritually also. That's beautiful. Um, the closet is equally important because it has to make money to support the pantry. And so it just opened like March 1st. So it's just starting and our biggest goal right now is to get the word out but it is beautiful. They have worked so hard and uh, it's organized and clean and it's just, people just need to come and see it. And Macy, if you can get the word out at the high school, we have beautiful prom dresses. I mean, a lot, several. But people don't know we're there yet. And that's, yes. it will come though. Yes. Yeah. And I'll spread and, the word. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and uh, although right now both uh, stores are basically uh, run by volunteers from Sacred Heart, we are open to anyone from all the churches mm -hmm. around Warsaw. There is a lady there today that's going to begin helping in the closet. And uh, she goes to a, a church in Warsaw and she's going to try to get more people from her oh, church. That is wonderful. So, you know, it's mm -hmm. a community yes. thing. We're not trying to just be Sacred Heart. That's right. right. And ecumenical yes. and building yes. the community right. and the fountain. Exactly. That's what God wants. Exactly. Wants yeah. to be one. Yeah. Okay, so before we talk to you, Joe, we want to um, acknowledge some of our donors that we've had. Uh, 
No, oh, darn it. Hey, Another Renee one. Marshall. Oh, oh, yeah. Joe Baranowski. <laughs> yeah. Every time I say Joe, I have to be clear whether it's Patrick or Baranowski. Yeah. Joe Baranowski, thank you so much. Renee Marshall, their daughter's in the studio. Yes, mom. Uh, Matt Shively. <laughs> thought you want to say thank you. Or oh, I thank you. you. Yeah. Just a yas. And Todd Davis as well. So we got 11 pledges. So we're. 14, if my math is right, uh, from getting that extra 500. Mm -hmm. So seven seats, but we got a long way to go. Mm -hmm. A long way to go. So, but well, I'm going to tell you how to to give. So you can go to redeemerradio.com and click the Give Now button. You can also call two. 6043695598 to donate over the phone and speak to someone or you can text the word give to 2604369598 so there's so many ways that you can donate whether you're out for a walk i think it warmed up and hopefully it's cleared up as well and uh or just doing some dishes at home, um helping your kiddos with homework, hopefully they're almost done and uh and, or getting ready for dinner. There's so many easy ways to give. Joe, do you want to tell us about, uh, I don't know if you had anything more to add, uh, Cheryl. Can I say one thing to, uh, about Joe? I'll pinch you if you're not. <laughs> okay, so, so we all have our role in this, but Joe is the big role. She does everything. She's the one that organized how to become a St. Vincent de Paul. You know, it's a lot of red tape. It's a lot of talking to people. She's the one that gets us going. She's the one that has the health inspector come. She's the one that got the, the place, the landlord. You know, all of the nitty gritty running around hours after hours. So she might not be the manager of the pantry. She might not be the manager of the closet, but she is everything. Mm -hmm. All right. That's well, because I'm not as holy oh, as Cheryl Cheryl Brand. Oh, no, no, no. Before we hear from Joe, we are coming up at the bottom of the hour. So we're going to go ahead and break for now. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Shareathon on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com make a one-time pledge, or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. I think as Catholics, we have a duty to evangelize. We don't always do the best job with that. And I think for me, Redeemer Radio has helped me understand my faith better and also be able to explain it to others in a way that is uh, humble, meek, and uh, respectful. Joining our mission is even easier with our mobile app. Download Redeemer Radio's app to your Apple or Android device and click Give Now. This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes. On my program, Truth and Charity, I'm able to connect with the faithful across our diocese each week, discussing a variety of topics and answering your questions. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming like Truth and Charity, heard right here on Redeemer Radio.
we recently received notice that, within the next six months, we will have to move the transmitter used to broadcast Redeemer Radio to the Fort Wayne area. We have a committee of radio and legal experts helping us navigate this complicated and expensive process, but we need you, all of our listeners, to please consider making a truly sacrificial gift so that we have the funds needed to relocate our tower as well as cover FCC and legal fees. Join us in praying for a solution that sustains our reach and mission. Redeemer Radio equips listeners to evangelize so that God can work miracles in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Every donation helps us reach more souls for Christ as the seeds of faith are spread. We'll never know how many souls are saved because of the generosity of listeners like you. Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio's share Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station. Okay, thank you. Trisha. Welcome Trisha back me. to uh, the next half hour of the Sacred Heart uh, Warsaw, and we want to just let you know that we have had eleven donors, I believe. I'm trying to find where. Yes, we've had eleven pledges, and we're currently at seven hundred sixty-five dollars. Our uh, for this hour, our goal is eight thousand. So we can do this, right? We've got it. We've got 30 minutes. Come on, Warsaw. Uh, just we are a competitive bunch. So <laughs> hey, there we go. Okay, add a thousand. It's good. Go. 14 pledges and just over a thousand dollars, but we still got to go Very all the way to eight. <laughs> That's the goal. Is eight. Do you want to give so a shout keep, out, Father? Keep calling and other friends and texting other friends and hazing people in Warsaw to get it done. So um, yes, Joe, Patrick, Kowski donated. Patch, no uh. Pat, oh, Patch, Patch Kowski. Kowski. Everybody's watching me live learn how to say parishioners last name. <laughs> uh, then Mike and Denise Walk, uh, Trisha Messman. So thank you all for yours. Does that go all the way back? It does. We got everybody covered? Okay, good. good. Very good. So yeah, keep going. A couple more ways to, uh, to give. You can call 260-436-9598 to donate over the phone. You can text GIVE to 260-436-9598. It will take you to a page uh, that looks like a Redeemer Radio page and you will click the Give Now button. 
And then you can also just go to RedeemerRadio.com and click the Give Now button. So the many ways to give. Uh, there's also some giving incentives that we have. A monthly gift of $15 or more, you will receive a Redeemer Radio insulated mug. A monthly gift of $25 or more, you'll receive a Redeemer Radio insulated mug and a chance to get an all-expense-paid trip on the pilgrimage to the Holy Land October 2nd through 12th of this year. And I believe I heard earlier it's with Father Tom Shoemaker. Oh, that's a good trip. Yeah? Okay. He's very smart. Very holy priest. Yes. Uh, and then also a one-time gift of $300 or more, you will receive one entry to win all, also the ex all expense paid Redeemer Radio Pilgrim trip to the Holy Land. Mm. And it is one entry per donor, by the way. Okay. Okay. You want to go to the Holy Land. Oh, I If totally you've never been to the Holy to Land, you want to go to the Holy Land. Even if you don't think you want to. And if you've been to the Holy Land, you know what I'm talking about. You still want to go to the Holy Land. So I've, I say you should give because it's it's really good. People have been still asking me. I took a small group. Was it a couple years ago? It was right before the pandemic. That's okay. right. <laughs> we, it was like February, March of 2020. And we got back and started hearing about this, you know, this COVID-19 and all this mm. stuff. So that's the last time I've been to Holy Land. But it's just amazing to be there and... You know, the different places that you go, like in Bethlehem, you know, it's always Christmas. Like oh. the Mass you're going to celebrate, it's going to be Christmas. And then when you're reading the gospel, right, which is really powerful for me as a priest, and it's, it doesn't say like, then, you know, to Bethlehem, it's like in this place. Wow. And you're like, whoa, right. we're in the historical place where, this, where the Bible happened. It's amazing. Right. So. Yeah, so I highly recommend just go ahead and, you know, you're going to give 25 bucks, but go ahead and push it at 300 and uh, maybe get yourself a chance. <laughs> there so. you go. I've always heard it said that if you want to deepen your faith with Jesus, you go to the Holy Land. Yes. And if you want to deepen your roots in Catholicism, you go to Rome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, both are true. So been to yeah. neither, and yeah, I would love to go. Some good in Rome too. That's the other thing. So. There is. I'm sure it's like Holy a different land, perspective yeah. too. Like going and like hearing about it in the Bible. Like I mean, hearing mm -hmm. about it is one thing, but actually seeing it for yourself is like another. Yeah. I remember. Um, so, by the way, my sister is Cindy Black. A shout out to her, and uh, she. I remember her going years ago, and you know, in our in my mind, the Sea of Galilee was a sea. Mm. Nope. What is it, Father Jonathan? Do what? It's more of a lake, I right? I was looking at the... Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the Sea of Galilee? It's more of a... It's yeah. You wouldn't... Yeah, we'd probably consider it a lake. A lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought it was... Because you can see the other side. Right. I remember having a friend that he saw, he saw the Great Lakes for the first time. He was from, like, South Dakota or something like that. And he, he, he was, like, dumbfounded. He's like, that's not a lake. That's an ocean. You can't see the other side. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, but... Yeah, we probably say it's a lake. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's there's a lot of water there. But yeah. All, All right, right, we've got a donation from Father Jonathan. Of course, of course. Did you get your entry into the part? Holy Land? Uh, no, no, you don't have to tell us that. <laughs> I don't even know if you count. Yeah. I like better. that. I like the next. and Joanne Ryan. Yeah, and read what they said. They would like to thank Sacred Heart. Oh, very good. They'd like to thank Sacred Heart for the great service provided provided at the church and school. Wow, so, nice. very good. That's really great. Thank you for that. So, Georgette, those are Lou grandparents Olson. of. She's fantastic. Love Lou. Carol Turok. Oh, she mm. is 
a workhorse. Carol is just always running around. Yeah. Um, she was she was um, kind of homebound for just like a little while. Uh, some surgery she had had, and she just grabbed like bullet extra bulletins when the people came to visit her, she'd be like bring me extra bulletins and she was mailing them to people and then she was just like calling people like every hour oh. to like talk she's yeah she's so we have a lot of great people yeah. then Jean and Cheryl Zale alright <laughs> and then Michelle Frazetta she works on the bulletin she's on staff and she is she's another very tenacity she has a lot of tenacity <laughs> and the community dinner so, uh, and the community, community yeah. luncheon uh, the at the, soup, the, the kitchen. soup kitchen. Yeah, so we have the community meal, meal that we do once a month at Sacred Heart. Free meal for anyone. We don't, there's no check in IDs or anything. Just literally, we want the community to come together for a meal. Then we have the community soup, soup kitchen. kitchen. It took me three years to figure out the difference. <laughs> I was always confused by the like, which one's which? But it's all helping people. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about that at RCI the other night of. So Michelle helps with that, Michelle Frazetta. Mm -hmm. And she says, we see a lot of the same people at our community meal as we mm -hmm. do. Um, it's the, the Methodist Church downtown has a soup kitchen. Each church kind of takes a week throughout the year to help with serving and, you know, the people that are that are coming mm -hmm. for food. So the relationships that they're forming from helping out with our community meal and the community soup kitchen, it's just awesome. It is. I love it. Mm -hmm. So. All right. So, so far we've got a total of... 2,180. Our goal so is 8,000. Really well. We just, yeah, just we need cranked five it. More for the match. Keep going. Let's go. Uh -huh. Let's go. Uh, you can call 260-436-9598 to donate over the phone. You can also text the word GIVE to 260-436-9598. Or you can go to RedeemerRadio.com and click the Give Now button. So before we hear from Cameron, which I do not want to miss out on, um, <laughs> Joe, you were going to talk a little bit about um, our father's closet. Yes, I can. I can talk about that. We, um, as Cheryl said, we need the income from that to support our food pantry, and I'm serving as treasurer of our organization, and that puts me in charge of making sure we have enough money to pay the rent, and utilities, and and sometimes I have to say no to people when they <laughs> want something. Um, so, but. For us to continue, I've got to be careful about that aspect of it, that we can still pay the rent. Um, when I got involved with this, I'm more the Martha in the Mary and Martha story. Mm -hmm. So um, there's other people that are holier than me in the prayerfulness <laughs> and the generosity. But I think my gift to help is, is taking care of all those details. So I'm out there sweeping that mat all the time. and Washing the windows. Washing the windows, dusting the door. because. I, my thing is I want it to both places to be a place of dignity that they walk in and they're not they don't need to have to go to a place that looks sad mm -hmm. you know that doesn't help their outlook so that's my big thing I was sweeping it again last night so we have an open house coming um, this Sunday to for our parishioners to all come in and, and visit and so yeah I'll be washing the windows this weekend yeah. <laughs> so um, but for, as far as St. Vincent de Paul, um, their model is more about home visits, and I'm sure our our diocese is very involved with St. Vincent. So, but the way we started, we kind of we didn't. We were trying to keep get it going for Ross Morgan. So we have the food pantry, whereas St. Vincent would say, "Go to the home with mm. the food and get to know what their needs are and do they need bunk beds for the kids." But so we'll get there. But right now, we're doing what we can. Um, providing food yeah. and clothing. 
Very good. Still, regardless, that's pretty cool. Like, it is. We're, pretty cool yeah, mission we, mm-hmm. that you guys have and everything you've done. So yeah. good job. We have mm-hmm. we have goals yet. Yes, <laughs> and keeping up the legacy that Roz. Right. Exactly. Began. Very good. Okay. And now Cameron can talk. Cameron. Uh, <laughs> yes. So you helped co-establish the women's adoration at Sacred Heart, correct? Yes, that's, um, I feel like I probably dabble in a lot of different areas, so um, we kind of have a good representation here of Sacred Heart because we have kind of like young, middle, and seasoned. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, so, so, yeah, we have, um, you know, three kids, in the, in the sc- two in the school, one coming up in school and stuff, so kind of in that uh, realm. Um, but... Um, we started in August having um, kind of piggybacked on um, prior, kind of a prior uh, format and um, have adoration for women once a month. And um, it was just something that in talking with Father Jonathan, we just felt very um, called to do and continue and to be very authentic to our parish in that. So all women are welcome. Sometimes we have little ones, um, babies, and women of all mm-hmm. all ages. And um, so it's been really yeah. beautiful. And especially, I think, in this time of Eucharistic revival, where we just already have that opportunity every month where women know they can come and take that time with Jesus. Yeah. And yeah, to just... her credit, her husband was a member of the RCIA group yes. last year. Aww. And that says so much yeah. of her house, <laughs> home life, and her families that that Tom joined us. So. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah, the women's adoration, we, just, just, we keep it really simple. It's, um, I give a little talk, and then once that's finally over, then we get to the real good stuff of Eucharistic adoration, mm-hmm. and some of the musicians and singers that we have that are just amazing in our parish, um, they step up and do some, you know, some praise and worship, and lots of time for just silent prayer. And then afterwards, just time of fellowship where the ladies just get to talk and everything. I leave. And I'm like, that's the talk. It's good. And I'm hungry. I'm gonna it's eat. done with the ladies yeah. at that so, point. That's right. <laughs> but uh, it's just, yeah, it's amazing the the impact that's had on and the reconciliation. The other most yeah. months offers that which is really beautiful because i think especially as women like we're running 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 like when are, you know when do we have time even if we have that desire so it's a very designated time um and for father to offer that is very special yeah. and i'm going to shout us out we uh, hosted the Eucharistic procession last year, oh, yes. and that yeah, was huge. That. And yeah. Having our State Road 15 closed, oh, yeah. and let's go 8,000 people. Yeah. You know, going down the street, and that was a big and project. The, and the railroads. Mm-hmm. And the railroads. Yeah. Now, here's okay. So now, now this is a good opportunity for me to say this because <laughs> people are always like, Father Jonathan, you did an amazing job with the procession, guys. Bishop asked me. I said yes because that's what you do when the bishop asks you. To do yes. And and I was like yes, yeah, so of course. But I was also excited because I knew Sacred Heart Warsaw would be very pumped for this. Then I was done. That's all I did. It was Chris Langford, his team, so many other peri- from uh, Dan Hampton. Uh, I mean, they did so much. I mean, literally getting a hold of the railroad track company to say, please don't send a train through Warsaw at these hours. Um, getting a hold of the Indiana Department of Transportation. They did all of stuff, all of the parking and everything. All I did was say yes and then show up and hope that I got to carry the monsters for a minute. But our bishop, he's strong, he's good, Aww. so he carried it all the way through Warsaw. But people have been asking, are we going to do this again? I'm like, I can't. I don't know how mm-hmm. to do this. But 
we are going to do a procession. We're joint with uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. This is still in the works, so I hope Ida List and her group is ready to go on this. But <laughs> we're going to do a procession where before we get to the railroad tracks, we take a right and go up the streets. So it's almost the same length, a little bit shorter. And then to, uh, ah, I can't even think of the name of the park now. Lucerne Park, I think is what it's called. So, yeah. But it's going to be joint with Our Lady of Guadalupe, which we're excited about. So if you want to carry on the tradition of a Eucharistic procession in Warsaw, you can come join us because we'll be doing it. So. Wow, very good. Yeah, and we've got Father, some, yeah, we've got, yeah. oh, we're oh, look who that is. I saw who that was. Owens, communication director. We just and, need a few more donations yeah, we just right a few now. More. So, so Katie Owens, thank you very much. She's our communication director mm-hmm. and helping to plug some of this. And youth minister, she's so proud hey, of this. Come on, come on. Come on. Well, so, we can yeah. do this. I love Katie. Katie. Kathy Smith. Uh, we have 22 pledges, three more for the 500 match. Come on. So then Christine and Lori Davey, Jane Sorovi, Jody Byrne, we got the match. Jody Burns, she helped us out. There we go. Beautiful. (laughs) Got the match. Very good. We love all of you. Thank you. Um, I want to add to what Father said. That procession was like the highlight of my summer. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, Mm -hmm. the t-shirts were cool, and then we like all gathered, and everyone, all these different like schools came, and it was like all these places from wherever, and there was like buses. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And I had never seen so many people in my life. It was like a festival, but in Warsaw. And it was just like, there were people holding like flags and stuff. It was crazy. And then we like walked along Detroit Street, which is like, it's a super busy street. Oh, yes. So it was Four just lanes like, of traffic. Yeah, yeah, it was just like weird to just be like, I could just walk down the road <laughs> yeah. praising Jesus. It was honestly the highlight of my summer. And I got tan, so it was like a good... <laughs> it was hot. It was, it was really hot, but it was a good highlight. So <laughs> Because guys. 15 is such a busy road, and if you live in Warsaw, you pretty much are going up and down it all the time. But like every time we go down it now, or maybe most yeah. times, my kids, it had such an impact on them. And they say, like, we got to walk down the middle mm. of this street for Jesus. And like that is so powerful for them to just have that little, even just that little memory to carry with them in their and lives. Warsaw is not a predominantly Catholic. No, no, um, we're in the minority <laughs> there. So yeah. it was just wonderful that it was supported. Of course, it helps that our mayor is a parishioner. That is truly helpful. all the businesses along 15 yes. all closed mm-hmm. during that yeah. time. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It was. A, yeah, a lot yeah. of community support. And it was fun to hear the stories because uh, afterwards we had some of our parishioners went back down the street in our seminarian that we had for the summer, uh, Michael Hickey. They went back down the street that we had processed down and just knocked on doors and just said, hey, one, thank you for letting us basically Aww. take over your street. Mm-hmm. And the response they got from many people was we were so impressed at how <sighs> clean it was after you came through here. And they just asked for stories about, you know, That's great how it impacted that you. That. And yeah. that was something it was I just noticed. amazing to hear that. Yeah, that was something I noticed, like, while walking. Like, there were people coming out of their houses, like, sitting on the porch. Like, we were, like, a parade. And I was like, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, we were we were walking by with a monstrance. And some of these people who weren't Catholic, they didn't know what it was. Like, I, I posted out my story, and someone was like, what is that? What is he holding? And I had to explain, oh, that's the monstrance. We're doing a Eucharist procession I like explained like it was the body of Christ and they didn't know because I mean they're not Catholic and they weren't taught that and just the people like along the street they're like wow look at this parade like this is cool so I don't know it was just cool to see cool to I mean I was like 16 so it was just like Good way to start life, you know what I'm saying? Great for Jesus. <laughs> 16 years old. That is fantastic. We've heard, we've heard from some of our Christian brothers and sisters in town who aren't Catholic of just 
the impact it made on them sure. to see so many such a positive thing right we've had a lot in the last few years of like really negative and kind of mm. uh, you know yeah. gatherings at different places so to have one where it's it's about praising the Lord and it's something very positive um, there were a lot in Warsaw that were very grateful for that very good yeah and, so. and I'm a I'm a convert so I came into the church at 25 and uh, part of what brought me in was the reverence that the Catholics show that we show uh, for our Lord and what a yeah. what a beautiful display of that and can I say that I worked in RCIA for 15 years mm -hmm. and many of the people that came and became our new Catholics came because of Redeemer Radio oh, very that was nice. uh, the yeah. first thing that they started listening to and inspired them to ask questions more about the Catholic Church yeah, Catholic Answers was huge for me as well, and mm -hmm. you know, of course, I, I, I don't think he was on the radio at that time, but uh, Dr. Mm -hmm. Scott Hahn, mm -hmm. oh yes, from Sweet Home was mm -hmm. huge. Yeah, so we got a couple more, Father. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see, we got the match, and then oh yes, Mike Kassane, thank you very much. Another donation <laughs> from Rick and Joe Pakowski. Oh, maybe Rick didn't. Um, I didn't tell Rick I did it. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We love when spouses make that Thomas is on there too. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're really doubling up. Here. It's totally fine when couples have that kind of miscommunication. Um, Thomas and Cameron Burnworth, Kelly and Ted Burnworth, thank you. Uh, Dr. Daniel Loney and Karen, his wife. Karen, thanks. And Michelle Sutton. Um, then, how have the lives of young people changed? since I was 17. Cindy Black has a question for you. So <laughs> how have the lives of young people changed since you were 17? Uh, the Ooh, internet is yeah. a much bigger deal. Mm -hmm. uh, every single one of you have cell phones. I didn't have a cell phone until I was like 18, 19, and that was a big deal. Yeah. So well I think that's a that's a big thing. So what's that on the internet stays on the internet, <laughs> which means the whole world can see it. So um, yeah, that, I mean that's what I've heard from from the young from from some of the high school kids. What stood out to me as well is that with the internet, some of the bad things that can happen, like the bullying. I mean, mm. I think everybody experienced bullying in school, but not to the capacity now of that goes on social media, and now like kids from other schools can add to the bullying. I mean, that's just, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the kind of, all the all the really bad material that you can find on the internet, and that's really seeking out the youth. I think that's a big difference from when I was in high school. You know, and like if I made a mistake or goofed up, like I don't think anybody has pictures of those things or anything anymore, but now it's almost forever memorialized. Yeah. But on the flip side of that is things like uh, Spoke Street and Redeemer Radio where there's really good things. And I know a lot of young, a lot of high school kids and, and college students who are using the internet to find this material, you know, to, to do that research and to learn and to study. And again, a lot of people will say, they're not doing anything for the church, but Macy's an example of that and so many others that you go on YouTube. And if you type in, if you go onto YouTube and you type in, how do I pray the rosary? Or how do I do a Bible study? The first things that will come up in the search are individuals like before there's churches or anything like that. Mm -hmm. That's well, maybe, yeah. maybe Father Mike Schmitz because he just pops up all the time. <laughs> uh, uh, but they're, they're definitely making an impact in this new, this new means of communication. The largest communication shift in 500 years is my good mentor, Brady Shearer, always says. So. Yeah, through Spoke Street Media and Redeemer Radio, we're following Pope Benedict's call to go out into the digital continent and bring them out of the world 
uh, the man-made and bring them back to the world God made. Amen. We remind them that God's truth of and goodness, we bring healing to them. We really do. Um, I, I feel the healing. I, I see the healing. Um, I experience the healing through a lot of uh, podcasts that I've I've listened to throughout the years, um, or in the last couple of years through Spoke Street and the content on Redeemer Radio. I'm very, very grateful for that. So I was very reluctant to come. You know, what do you say to Father when he asks you to do things? Mm-hmm. Like yes. he, you know, oh, he, just what he says. We all say yes. But I have to say, he knows um, that too. <laughs> Because I was coming on this, I spent 15 hours in the last couple days oh, listening to Redeemer. Oh, the questions we were supposed to answer, I thought, I don't know how to answer these questions. So um, I've been very impressed with Redeemer yeah. Radio. So um, I think yeah. I usually listen to Sirius and Catholic Channel, but mm-hmm. I think I'll be making a switch now. Good. So. Yeah, very nice. good. So well, our, our hourly total is... 31 pledges, so we met our match. We're at $5,180. So our goal is $1,000. Yes. So my mom usually donates. I think she's working right now, so she maybe didn't get that. So I'll just say, love you, mom and dad. Thank you for pledging. Maybe later. And then also my brother. Oh, yeah, you can still pledge even afterwards. And then my brother, I told him if he made a pledge, then I would plug his business that he works for, the Tube Car Wash. Awesome. And he is a great general manager for them. So he says that he pledged and he's listening or trying to listen. So (laughs) give him that shout out. But yeah, thanks to everyone who who pledged and um, you can keep giving and maybe we've done that before where we actually reached our our goal afterwards. So Keep I know going. a few people have said they're Keep at work, going. but they'll go on Let's when they it. can get out their phones nice. or whatever. And they can so. say Sacred yes. Heart. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. Well, thank you so um, much. Yes, behalf of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media, thank you so much, Sacred Heart, for coming on today and spending an hour with us. All right. Amen. Roger Amen. Norton. <laughs> the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. spirit. Everybody God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's share on 106.3 FM, WRDF, Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. There's so many other people out there who are in the same shoes that, that I was. People who are just opening up to the faith, you know, for whatever reason, there's an openness, there's a curiosity in their heart. And Redeemer Radio is one way that is really, I mean, literally broadcasting the faith but even just in a figurative way, broadcasting it so that they could receive. I mean, these are people who are receptive. Um, And I've heard stories of this, of of people who were just driving around town and somehow, you know, scanning through the channels, came across Redeemer Radio, and maybe even were really angry at the answers they were hearing through the programs, 
But after a while, I started to realize like there's a consistency in what was being taught and it challenged them and they you know, did research, they struggled, they wrestled with those you know, topics or questions and came to realize that they agreed with it, that they saw the truth in it. Um, so in that way, I think, it's a, I think Redeemer Radio is a great tool of evangelization, of, of literally broadcasting the faith. Let the Holy Spirit work through your generosity. Give securely online by going to RedeemerRadio.com and click Give Now or call 260-436-9598. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by making a monthly gift. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on share and allow us to focus on future needs. All donors who make a monthly gift of $15 or more will receive a fun travel mug that reminds you to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Monthly gifts of $25 or more receive the travel mug, plus entry for a free trip to the Holy Land. Please call or give online today so your contribution can amplify the voice of the Creator. Hey there, I'm Nancy from Catholic Sprouts, and I am honored to support the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Please consider joining me in this effort by giving so that through your gift, Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media can continue to offer encouragement and hope where it is most needed. Redeemer Radio began almost 20 years ago to respond to the most urgent need of Catholics at that time, which was solid apologetics and faith formation. Since then, the world has undergone unprecedented change. While Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the tools for evangelization must adjust to best speak to the longing of the human heart in the current culture. In our time, with a decrease of Christian values, there's also been an increase in loneliness, isolation, and division. Redeemer Radio invites the heart to listen so that we can amplify the voice of the Creator. Together, we can journey toward the fulfillment of life in Christ. Now more than ever, Redeemer Radio needs your prayers, encouragement, and support. Help us continue sharing Christ across the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend and beyond. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio Sherathon. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.